for I had Christmas cake for breakfast. Okay, it's a great time of the year. I don't even know what that is. Is that where they put Jesus, baby Jesus, in the cake? No, that's the I mince accidentally pie. Eaten once. You put the baby Jesus on top of the mince pie. Do you know nothing, Molly? No Christmas. I don't cake. know what a right. A, so you no, know right. You know what a fruit. Cake. You know what a fruit cake is. It sounds like the way I would describe you. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fruit cake is a concept that you can get on board with. Yeah, you've had a slice of fruit cake. Right, yes, yeah? fruit in a cake. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Good, it. good. Right, right. Christmas cake is like a more alcoholic imbued version of a Christmas mm, cake. Love it. Yeah, yeah. With marzipan and icing on top. Mm, this sounds like a fast and easy way to get someone drunk. Yeah, yeah, they're really is good. That, so that's the idea. Of I've Christmas. had it for breakfast. It's the breakfast of champions. So you're a little bit buzzed. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Way to start the day. This is the Mid-East Peace Podcast. I'm Molly Livingstone, your host here in Jerusalem. And Alex Giles is joining us from the snowy side of the pond in London, England. How are you? Feeling it's after snowing. your man cold? It's snowing. Sound like a child. Oh, yeah, man. It doesn't, it doesn't snow here very often. I'm childishly excited. Snowing is great <laughs> for like the first day, as long as you don't have to go out in it. If you have to go out in it, it sucks. But... Right. Here right. in London, watching the snow come down as I speak to you is, you know, I want to start bursting into song, bit of Oh Holy Night, you know, bit of, I don't know, Santa Claus is coming, though already he's already come, of course, well, I'm too late for that. But mm, anyway. Sounds like a bad porn. Yeah. Steady. Don't start messing around with old Nick, as they, as they call him. <laughs> Well, you know, here in Jerusalem, we uh, celebrate Christmas. Of you course, we have Christians. Every, you celebrate bloody everything. Whatever I can get a day off for, I will celebrate, all right? <laughs> but more importantly, as well as, you know, Jews loving free food, we also love free Christmas trees. Did you know that? We give away free Christmas trees in Jerusalem. I thought you meant that you went around taking them off people after they'd thrown them out. Oh, I see. Because I'm Jewish. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where what my, I would do. That's where my mind went. Mm. That's not good. Biased much? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> some of my best friends are Jews. <laughs> that's like that guy who that's, lost. He we lost. can't even remember his name because he's a has-been. Roy Moore, who apparently, I read the other day, yesterday, has still not conceded. Yeah, well, that goes along with his personality. It certainly Could you does. imagine? I do. I think if Trump had lost, he would still it, like it, be president. Do you understand? In his own mind. That's very true. So you, you <laughs> yeah. give away free Christmas trees. Not me personally. Not you personally. But I understand that they probably have an abundance here. Even though there are Christians, they may still celebrate in different ways and not have Christmas trees. But there is a beautiful, gigantic Christmas tree right outside of the YMCA in Jerusalem, which I love. And there is a little bit of Christmas feeling in Jerusalem. Obviously, it's more in Bethlehem and Nazareth. Bethlehem used to have a very huge population of Christian Arabs. Actually, now there are more Muslim Arabs, but I don't want to get into that. Because that's a whole nother story. That's another story. That is not the Christmas story. Right. What I want to talk about that happened just before Christmas time, it was the week before Christmas. And if you recall, actually, Alex, you and I talked about this a couple of weeks, no, a couple of months ago. In November, they had the Miss Universe pageant. And lo and behold, there was this picture of Miss Iraq and Miss Israel posing together in peace and love. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. 
beautiful. They're beautiful women. It's a beautiful moment, which I thought for sure was going to be covered with death threats. And it wasn't. And I was so surprised. Well, apparently it just took people a few more weeks to get on board with the death threats. (laughs) And poor Miss Iraq has been attacked left and right by the left and the right and by the pageant themselves, the Iraq, although they've denied it, uh, the ones that actually gave her the ribbon, threatened to take it away from her. Her family had to flee Iraq for this picture. Talk about a selfie gone wrong. And people, and now I look obviously at the comments and she's talked about this. There's death threats. There's negativity. She still didn't take it down. I think she's awesome. Good on her. I also think she works. Um, she's a secret spy because her name is Sarah Aidan, which is like the most Israeli name I've ever heard. <laughs> she lives in L.A. And if you heard in the news piece that she did, she's like, I didn't know that Iraq and Israel didn't have relations. Oh, bless her. Like, yeah, is that uh, literally, I I can't, did you live in like a sheltered, this is what I'm saying, is that she's either a, actually, there's no reason I can figure out why she doesn't know that information. Well, she's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the reason, isn't it? Just to be clear about this, that's the reason. It's not complicated, Molly. I didn't want to be me. Yeah, she's not, not know, very clever. Now, that's not to say there haven't been very clever Miss Worlds and Miss Universes in the past. Have there? I, I, you can count them on your fingers. Uh, you, well, yeah. yeah, you, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, you know, being even-handed here. It's the spirit of Christmas. I'm I'm imbued, Molly, with the spirit of Christmas. So I'm, I I'm inclined. I know you don't. I'm inclined to see the good in people. Mm, I had Christmas cake. Like? For, I had Christmas cake for breakfast. Okay, it's a great time of the year. I don't even know what that is. Is that where they put Jesus, baby Jesus, in the cake? No, that's the I'd mince accidentally eat once. You put the baby Jesus on top of the mince pie. Do you know nothing, Molly? No Christmas. I don't cake. know what a right. So you yeah, know right. You know what a fruit. You know what a fruit cake is. Mm, sounds like the way I would describe you sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fruit cake is a concept that you can get on board with. Yeah, you've had a slice of fruit cake. Right, yes, yeah? fruit in a cake. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Good, it. good. Right, right. Christmas cake is like a more alcoholic imbued version of a Christmas mm, cake. Love it. Yeah, yeah. With marzipan and icing on top. Mm, this sounds like a fast and easy way to get someone drunk. Yeah, yeah, they're really is good. That, so that's the idea. I've Christmas. had it for breakfast. It's the breakfast of champions. So you're a little bit... Buzzed. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Way to start the day. Hey, hey. yeah. Well, a- I find it a bit ironic that I'm calling uh, Miss Iraq stupid when I don't even know what a Christmas cake I, is. I, I mean, Let's I be bet honest. she does. She might not know that Iraq and Israel well, don't get on or have relations, as she says, rather coyly. You know, I think that what's really interesting is, on the one hand, I thought, here's this brave woman... Really, it's not a big deal to take a picture with someone, but it is when it comes to, you know, the Mideast and its conflicts. Yep. But maybe she's just naive. Maybe she wasn't being brave at all. Maybe she's just like, Mm. hey, there's like you and me, we're here, we're both pretty. Let's take a picture, you know, say peace and love. But doesn't that sound like a world? A world in which nobody knew that Iraq and Israel didn't have relations is actually... A better world. Oh, 100%. And I think that that world would exist if we didn't have politicians that push an agenda to keep us in this current world. Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Testify. Testify, girlfriend. Testify. Yeah, because they need us to sort of hate one another. I've been learning my Arabic, 
which means I need to practice my Arabic. And there is nothing more satisfying than going up to a random Arab and starting to speak with him in Arabic and him responding, sometimes in Hebrew, sometimes in English, sometimes <laughs> with question marks on their face because they're like, what language are you speaking? But sometimes also just responding to me in Arabic and it's really awesome. And I think that that exists. And that's not portrayed in the news because it's not the sexy story. And the politicians like it because they need to feel that they have control over us. I don't know. I agree with you. That world you described, that's the silent night, holy night. That's where it would be. Am I also dating Miss Iraq in this world? <laughs> if we're kind of doing fantasy worlds. If, if she we, is yeah, dumb yeah, enough, If we are yeah, doing yeah, fantasy maybe. worlds, can we also clarify that I'm dating Miss Iraq in this world? So just so we all know yeah. that, get on board with that as well. Well, let's say she would have swiped right on you yeah, on Tinder, yeah. but maybe not followed up. Oh. Is that is that good No, no, you? that doesn't sound good enough. No. I think if we've got Very a world good. in which we've created peace in the Middle East, if we've managed that step, I don't think it's too yeah. much of a further step. I think, by the way, Molly, it's a little bit unreasonable that you can get on board with the idea of a world in which there's peace in the Middle East, but a world in which I'm dating Miss Iraq is something that is outside of your comprehension. Well, That's a little bit harsh. Is- because there's like the distant reality and then there's like mm-hmm, science fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know cruel. That's cruel. That's cruel. <laughs> it's just what it is. What but else did you want to discuss on this two days after Christmas? Oh, we're in this we're si- done with the beautiful ladies. We're done with it once you say that there's no chance of me dating her. I mean, that's at that point, hardly oh, any point. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. You don't want to have more therapy for that. Okay, no, so actually I go from one kind of pageant <laughs> to another. <laughs> nice segue. Okay. Yeah, thanks. This is chess championship yeah i just happened to scroll through my facebook feed where i generally get most of my news and there's a woman i can't pronounce her name can you anna no. Musachuk. yeah that was that's close enough close enough all right so she writes i'm just gonna read her post because it really uh compelled me in a few days i'm gonna lose two world championship titles champion titles mm-hmm. one by one just because i decided not to go to saudi arabia not to play by someone's rules. Not to wear abia. Is that what it is? Is that what it's called? I just call it the ISIS gear. It's the all, like the black dress right, and the face right. and the whole thing. Full rig as we call it. Yeah, full rig. Not to be accompanied getting outside. And altogether not to feel myself a secondary creature. Oh. Exactly one year ago, I won these two titles and was about the happiest person in the chess world. I don't know if that's saying much. Yeah. But this time, I feel really bad. I am ready to stand for my principles and skip the event where in five days I was expected to earn more than I do in dozens of events combined. All that is annoying, but the most upsetting thing is that almost nobody really cares. This is a really bitter feeling. Still not the one to change my opinion and my principles. The same goes for my sister, Maria, Mm -hmm. and I'm really happy that we share this point of view. And yes, for those who care, we'll be back. I mean, that's pretty pretty shocking information and she's right have you seen this in the news at all i haven't seen this anywhere to be honest chess news doesn't score (laughs) big here in the uk i'm sad to say which it should do i like a game of chess so yes it is very sad i just want to say it's awesome that both of these stories are about women yes and not women that are being sexually harassed in a me too but uh, a more hashtag fuck you yeah and yeah i think that It's very sad. She's right. On an economic level, this is going to hurt her. And she's choosing not to go to Saudi Arabia, where she feels like she will obviously be like the other women in Saudi Arabia, second-class citizens. Yeah. Right? 
I mean, what do you think about this? What do you think that the world doesn't care about it? Well, I suppose you could say that she should go because by going and creating a a window in which women in Saudi Arabia would be able to see a woman competing in a... Is chess is supposed to be a sport? I don't know, a sport, a hobby, a, a... it's got the horses and the bishops and stuff it's in it, like, hasn't it? Yeah, no. um, it's like a pastime. Yeah, a pastime. Plays. A commoditized... I'm more for checkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drafts, as we call it here. Okay. We call it drafts. Christmas we call cake and drafts. Yeah, pants, trousers, you know, just just go with it on that. Um, All right. But so you could say that what she should do, and I do absolutely respect her sort of uh, her stance on this, but she's like, I'm going to go because I'm going to be demonstrating to the women of Saudi Arabia that I can compete at this highest level at this sport. And I'm doing the bunny fingers in the air when I say sport, you know. You know what I mean by the bunny fingers? Yeah, so... Uh, and Quotes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Bunny ears in, in the air. Yeah. So should, should she go? Uh, well, it's her choice, and that's a beautiful thing. You know, she has the choice not to go. I don't know. If you don't sort of break into the bubble and go and demonstrate that these things are possible then you leave people in ignorance. And you might say that the sort of conservative element of Saudi Arabia, and let's face it, when you're talking about the conservatives in Saudi Arabia, you're talking pretty fucking conservative, that if you don't take a brick out of the wall, then you won't have forward progress. And, you know, hey, they can drive now, and they can go and into the sports arena and watch Saudi Arabia get beaten by everybody at football. So... You know, there's a lot of progress going on there. So, you know, every every brick you can take out of the wall, perhaps she should. So maybe she should go. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. First of all, I just want to say she's 27 years old and she's from the Ukraine. And in 2016, she won the championship in Qatar. So for mm-hmm. me, it's like all it's it's not great either in Qatar, is it? I mean, oh, no, like no, super... no, no, no. Qatar's OK. Oh. Yeah, no, no. I, oh, yeah? I, yeah, I spent quite a little time in Qatar. Qatar's pretty cool. I mean, you know. Not like terroristy. Not... Well, that's, I think there's a difference between the people of Qatar as there are with most places in the world, of course. The people of Qatar and the government of Qatar, you have to kind of separate. Which you could say for Saudi Arabia as well, of course. You could say that for Israel. You could say that for everybody. You could say that for America, certainly. But I I would certainly say that Qatar, for a woman, would be okay. I don't think you would feel desperately oppressed in Qatar. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's it's okay. So I could I, I could see why she would go to Qatar. Like going to you know Dubai. You know you go to the UAE wouldn't be too much of a drama. Saudi obviously is a whole other kettle of crazy fish when it comes to basically how they treat everybody. Let's be honest. So okay, so you're saying that if you go to Qatar, okay, it's a degree, but really you should suck it up and go to Saudi. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think it's interesting that she went to one and not the other. Now, I did a little reading up and they did say she doesn't have to wear the full gear. She could wear black trousers, blue trousers and a very high neckline. So it's kind of like there is that when in Rome yeah, yeah. aspect to it. Maybe she could, but I like that she stuck to her principles on this one, stuck to her guns, Middle East. Yep. I think it's pretty funny that actually in Saudi Arabia, the Grand Mufti Sheikh actually forbid board games which includes chess of course going against what islamic people are not allowed to play it it's forbidden god help me (laughs) literally i mean it's pretty crazy you know sometimes i don't wonder why people sorry to say this in the middle east you know become terrorists if you can't drink you know you're praying five times a day and then you got to fast for a month and now you can't even play 
a board game. Can't even play Monopoly. I mean, I mean you're I, setting them up. Yeah. Yeah. You're setting them up. There are not many ways to relieve the tension. Plus, you can't look at chicks either. In that world, though, you yeah. could date Miss Iraq. Because they can't. So hang on. So is that a world in which Saudi Arabians <laughs> can play board games? That's the world in which I'm dating Miss Iraq. No, it's the one where they can't, and they're all like going into terrorist camps, leaving only you oh. left to play a game of chess with Miss Iraq. Yeah, but Wayne, we've established the fact Something that we're yeah. She doesn't play that. Yeah, game. I mean, we've established the fact that he's probably not very good at chess, <laughs> which is okay. I'm good. She'll play drafts with you. She can play drafts with me. Yes, yes. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I think we're kind of creating a lot of many worlds here in which what I think just to get down to it, what you're basically saying is I will not be dating Miss Iraq in this world or any other feasible world is what you're saying. I feel like after this podcast, people are going to look up your picture. Yeah, yeah. And kind of like expect to find the sort of villainy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. creepy, creepy, you know, some like a guy that eats Christmas cake in the morning. Hey, nothing wrong with that. And he slips you some Christmas cake. I do not with slip it. Hey, whoa, 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 too far. Yeah, that's the line. That's the line, my friend. In this world that we're living in right now, let's be cool. Let's not use the word creepy, ladies. Okay. Go out there and that's going to be my right. New Year's resolution. Don't call Alex creepy. Yeah. For eating roofie Christmas cakes. <laughs> the only person I've roofied so far is myself. Oh, there it is. So far. Well, you see? Like, it's a slippery slope. I'm just saying, if we look back at this year and all the sexual harassment cases that came out, yep. you know, people were, you were surprised to see some of them on that list. It, it yeah, but Christmas cake was like, Christmas, nice. what I can I mean, say, with, with a, you? what I could say with a fair insight of certainty is that Christmas cake was not involved in any of those incidents. To your knowledge. To my knowledge. I don't know what was going on with Louis C.K. at the time he locked women in the room to watch him touches pee-pee, okay? No one touches but, their pee-pee and eats Christmas cake at the same time. That would be super creepy. Yeah, but you just define Louis C.K. in a weird way. Uh, All right. Okay, we're off topic. We're off topic, but we're going to we're gonna wrap it up because this is the last, you know, podcast of this year. Oh, yeah. We've got a whole new year ahead of us, Alex, we to do. talk about Middle East beasts and peace and love and selfies gone wrong and... Everything in between. Do you have any hopes for the new year? Well, Do we want that reality that well, I, Miss Iraq only has? What I was going to say is, you know, so Molly, have you done your New Year's resolution yet? Nah. No? Perhaps we'll talk about that next week when we're in the new year. I'm going to sign up for the gym. Good. No, yeah, everyone does that. That doesn't count. <laughs> like, things like that don't count. Like, oh, I'm not going to drink as much. Yeah, okay. Right. Just my Christmas cake. Just my Christmas cake. I've got a big my Christmas early cake. Morning Tell Christmas me what, cake. I'll wrap a slice up and I'll FedEx you a slice of Christmas cake sounds disgusting and it will get that's just like the last thing i need to get stuck over here in israel and be like you know they're the dog sniffing it that's how you get me that's how i go down (laughs) okay old rotting christmas cake and with that it's the end of the year (laughs) let's see what the new year brings for us we're so excited that you guys have been listening to us tell us what you think tell us if you care tell us if you think Alex is uh, creepy. No, he's not. If you care. Okay, right. That's my resolution. No more creepy. No more creepy. You can, of course, find us on Facebook, The Mideast Beast. Follow us on Twitter, Mideast Beasties. Our website, themideastbeast.com. And here, subscribe to us. It's a whole new year. We have so much that we're going to talk about that you already know or don't know. And you'll hear the baby in the background in this next year as well. She'll be growing and teething. My life. Are we going to hear her first words on a podcast? Her first word might yeah. be podcast. Awesome. Creepy. 
It's going to be creepy, but if she <laughs> says it, it's allowed. It'll be hilarious. Alex, creepy. Okay. It's been a pleasure. Enjoy your snow. I'm going to enjoy my still beautiful weather here in the Middle East, despite what you might read in the news. It is a beautiful place to live. I will say that. Peace and love. Peace and love. Just like Miss Iraq. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Mideast Peace Podcast.